No timeouts for Cincinnati. Durden. Four days later, Durden erupted for 45 points, the most by a Bearcat in 34 years, to lift UC to an 81-80 win at Wyoming. It was another heroic performance by Durden at the finish that enabled UC to escape the upset. With the Bearcats trailing by nine with a minute 28 to play, Durden scored seven points in the next minute. He was fouled attempting a game-winning three-pointer at the buzzer and made all three free throws for the win after time had expired. They win it! They win it, the gunslinger! As it knocked away, and a break for Cincinnati, Melvin Levitt. There's that 41-and-a-half-inch vertical lead. guys what's going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trenopole and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the uc bearcats and the great oscar robinson now that you found the show do me a favor hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up Actually, I lost one again. I'm back down to 648 subscribers. It happens. Do me a favor, guys. If you're watching the show on YouTube or not YouTube, if you're watching the show on Facebook or any other platforms, do me a favor. Go to my YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Click it in there. All you got to do is type in Sports with. It'll pop up. Go to the channel. Make the word subscribe. Change colors. Hit the bell for notification because most people that watch the show don't realize that they're not subscribed. And if you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, that helps me out a lot. I appreciate that. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Okay, college basketball is upon us. The tournament is, the, co the conference tournaments are happening. It is awesome. Like I said yesterday on yesterday's show, this is my favorite time of the year. Now, we got some sad Bearcat news today. I got this from uh, my boy, Mike Kyle Jr. over there at uh, Bearcat Country. He uh, is saying or posted it or somebody posted on Bearcat Country that uh, Lucy, the Bearcat mascot that she's at the Cincinnati Zoo, unfortunately has been put down. I guess she had cancer. So, unfortunately, rest in peace, Lucy. Uh Sad day for Bearcats. We lost our, our mascot. Now, if you guys don't know this, I just actually found this out today, and I posted it on the Sports of Strawberry Ice page, that the NCAA tournament, which normally starts on Thursday, it goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's not starting until Friday. So it's going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Why they're doing it on a Monday, ended on a Monday and not a Sunday like they normally do, I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's COVID stuff, but I mean, they're all playing all the games in Indy. So why would that matter? But what do I know? So I'll just give you a heads up. Friday is the start of the NCAA tournament. Now, as far as the Bearcats go, seeing on Bearcat country and Bearcat ruckus, mostly Bearcat country. People are always down on Brandon and the Bearcats and they got no shot. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, I just want to try to give you guys some hope. We're playing SMU. We beat SMU. SMU hasn't played in a month. There's a very good chance the Bearcats can win that game. Now, if they win that game, 
they're either going to play Wichita State, South Florida, or Temple. Now, if South Florida or Temple, if we play one of those two teams, we've already beat them twice this year. So that's good if we can get to them. Now, if we play Wichita State, I still say we have a shot to win because we won or lost a very close game because they've been in all the games this year. And the freshmen and sophomores are stepping up. If you've watched these guys play over the last four or five games, yes, they're still turning the ball over. Yes, they're not playing great defense. They're still freshmen and sophomores. But they're getting better. And you only need to win three games. Now, if you make it to the AAC Championship, they're probably going to have to go through Memphis and Houston. And the times we played them this year, those games were close. So it's not a great shot. But I'm just saying it'll be a fun ride to watch them try to get there. And I think they got a good shot at, at least getting to the AAC championship game. And once you get there, you never know what's going to happen. So just a couple of thoughts I'd like to bring up before we get into this. And I'm going to go to my boy, Jeremy D. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, man? Nothing. Just trying to give some Bearcat fans some hope. I know you got some stats and stuff on uh, what's going on with uh, your Buckeyes in, in their tournament coming up. Yeah, man. You know, I, I hope the best for you guys. Um, I, I I can see you guys winning in the tournament. I really can. I, I can see you guys maybe even going down to the last game in, in uh, the tournament. With the Buckeyes, it's the same way. You know, and I'm not trying to be a homer here, but, you know, we played all these teams close all year other than in maybe two games. So, you know, the Buckeyes are going to go in to the tournament. Um, we're going to be a five seed in the Big Ten because that's how good the Big Ten is. I mean, the Big Ten is a juggernaut this year for college basketball. And if people don't agree with that, they don't like it, they can look at the stats. Oh, look the Big Ten's going to have – they're going to have more teams in there than anybody, I think. It's disgusting, yes. Um. Also wanted to give a shout-out to my boy EJ Liddell. First team, all Big Ten, sophomore. I mean, the kid is a freak. I do believe that we need a bigger presence underneath the basket. I think if anything's going to hurt us, it's going to be that right there. But I think we can outdo it with our shooting and with smart play and not turning the ball over. So. Yeah. That's the Bearcats' problem. Yeah. <clears throat> now, one thing I was—I actually uh, had a phone call with Terry Nelson earlier today. Okay. Cool. Me and him were talking about, you know, how uh, the Bearcat fans are so down on Brandon and everything, and right. I just like to to have everybody go back and look at Mick's first couple years of recruiting. Look at the players that he recruited. Look at the players that Brandon has recruited. Dude, in my opinion. The players that Brandon is recruiting are offensively better, more athletic, and they're better players than Mick got. Mick got defensive-minded kids first. Now, um, Brandon, he wants he wants a flow, uh, you know, a positionless basketball team, as Terry Nelson puts it, which is exactly what it is. He wants guys to be able to play in the free flow of the offense, and that takes time. To develop, you got like the freshman, sophomores. That takes time to develop the defense. And the, the thing is, the defense has gotten better here lately because they went to the zone, which helps because they only got nine players. So if they can get the zone going and tighten up their defense, and hopefully not get fouls, you know, hopefully Chris Vote and Keith Williams don't get fouls in the first two minutes of the game would help. You know. They got a shot. I think SMU, if they don't beat SMU, I will be very, very disappointed. I'm very confident that they could beat either Temple or South Florida. Wichita State, I'm not as confident, but I, I think they have a shot. I mean, I, I do think they have a shot at beating because we played them close at Wichita State. So I'm just saying, if you're a fan of a team and your whole mindset of going into the tournament is, ah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be we're not gonna win. We're gonna be terrible. Why are you even watching the game? I mean, some of these Bearcat fans, I feel like they want they want Brandon to fail, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you want your coach to fail? Now, look, 
I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I can't stand David Bell, the mad scientist I call him. I don't like Armadillo, the Bengals defense coordinator. But I don't want him to fail. I want him to be good. I want I want to be wrong. You know, I want them, I want my teams to succeed. So I don't get this whole mindset of, well, Brandon's got to go and Brandon's got to do this. And Brandon. Like, people, have you watched the games lately? They're playing a lot better. No, they're not playing great. Yes, yeah. they foul too much. Yes, their defense isn't that good. Again, they're freshmen and sophomores. And just like I was having a conversation with Terry today, you get a couple shot blockers next year, some interior big men, which you can very easily get in the transfer portal because there's going to be a ton of guys transferring. It's going to be like the wild, wild west. You get that next year with the guys that they have and, and the guys that are coming back, we're going to be pretty damn good next year. So anyway, that's my little, I guess my little two cent rant there, you know, no, that, Bear, just Bearcat fans are driving me nuts with this. They, they, they think now, Oh, one, one more thing. One more thing. Mick Cronin. It took him four years to get to the NCAA tournament Four. it took him about six before he got anywhere close to where Huggins was at. The best Mick ever did was a sweet 16 berth. He should have went farther with that team that got beat by Nevada, you know, when we had the, what, 16-point lead or whatever in the first round. So, again, I'm not sure what you got. You guys want all to happen, like, right now. It It's not going to happen instantaneously. It just doesn't. That's not the way life works. So everybody just needs to relax, calm down, the Bear, and, and just enjoy what the Bearcats do. And, and, and re, please respect what these young players are doing and the effort that they are giving and what they are going through to be able to play basketball with COVID and everything going on right now. Okay, I'm done. Two cent no, right there. Hey, you're you're straight up. You're right on. And you know, I can I can I can flip that over to the Holtman discussion for the Buckeyes. You know, we had a great start to the year. Um, we beat some really good teams. We've lost four in a row to some really good teams. But at the end of the day, the W is all that matters. So with Holtman, I, I just I, – with, not to change it from the Bearcats, but to switch over to the Buckeyes for a second, I just feel like we've got to almost be – I don't want to say perfect, but we've got to be damn near it to get to the championship game because our shooting – is what makes up for our lack of a true big, I guess you could say. So we get killed by true bigs in the inside. Every every game, doesn't matter. But our shooting can get us out of it. So it, it just matters on, I hate to put it on percentages, but it literally matters on how we shoot for the night. Yeah, exactly. Exact. Crip's got a question for you, though, here. This is, this is kind of funny. <clears throat> Is that Jackson Heights' own Randall Watson, Jeremy Diamondback Dean? Dang. If you guys don't know what he's talking about, it's Coming to America. Which actually, I watched uh, Coming to America oh, too. Man. I watched that this past uh, weekend. Actually, that was pretty oh, good. You did? I was, yeah, I watched it. Uh, we watched it Sunday night. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. I liked it. Cool. Yeah, I did too. I didn't. You know, it wasn't. A, I was looking for a letdown. It wasn't a big a big letdown at all. It was a pretty decent movie, uh, which we had it just up on a blow up type, you know, outdoor screen and had some fun with it, but it was a good movie. Yeah, I was, I, I liked it. They, he brought basically about all the characters. I wish they would have brought back um, her boyfriend. You know, he yeah. was the doctor on ER and he had the, the, so yep. the yep. Jerry curl. I wish they would have brought him back, but it was fun. But I seen Randy. Watson. Yep. Sexual talk in the house. My man. Yeah. Damn bad. <laughs> uh, we're getting off on a tangent oh, here. My bad. Okay. Uh, let's let's do this. Let's get back to sports here. Come on, Crip. Um, <laughs> Crip, you just <laughs> blame it on him. It's all Crip's fault. All right. Yeah. Anthony Long said the Bucks need a big man and Washington not to be a ball hog. Well, you're you're talking about Kobe Bryant's nephew, so if you if you don't want him to be a ball hog, that is not going to happen. But the only problem is, is he's a great shooter. But 
at the end of the day, he he tries to overdo it. He tries to, much like if you go and look at the tape of Kobe Bryant, and I'm not hating on Kobe at all, you know, God rest his soul and, you know, all that. But he's he's kind of got that same angle about him, and it doesn't always work. So we've got to make sure we spread the freaking ball around, get it to the inside. I'd say – you know, I'd rather see uh, EJ Liddell throw a little turnaround jumper from six feet than watch Washington shoot from from the half uh, shoot one from the half court line. You know what I mean? It's it's come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, you talk about the, the Buckeyes here. A uh, couple games that I haven't got to watch every game. I know you watched every game, but the Buckeyes since they don't have size and they don't have a big guy. If they're not shooting from the outside and making their shots, they're going to struggle. And I, that's what's happened the last four games. They don't have side, and that, and that, I'll put that kind of with the Bearcats too. If the Bear, like I was just watching, um, uh, oh my goodness, he transferred from UC, went to Miami. Um, um, anyway, he's a big man for the Bearcats, and his name slips from my mind right now. Me and Terry were talking about it, but he's like seven footer. We had a, a couple of a seven footer oh, okay. or two on the Bearcats. It would help out so much because we get killed on the boards because we're not that big. I mean, you got Chris Bode, who's seven feet, but he's he's got great basketball IQ, but he's so daggone slow. And one thing that has driving me nuts about Vote is last year when he was fifth in uh, field goal percentage, he was getting the ball like right at the the circle where the you know, the the block charge circle is right there in front of the basket. He would get the ball like right there. He gets it there. He's damn near unstoppable to score. Yeah, he's getting the ball out too far. And the problem is, like, Terry, and Terry brought a really good uh, point up. Last year, we had guys who knew how to feed the post. We had Cumberland. We, we had we had a lot of seniors who, who could feed the post, feed it at the right spot where Vote could handle it. And these guys, like I said, they're freshmen and sophomores, had, don't know that yet as far as where to feed him the ball. Hopefully, that'll change going into the tournament because – that helps if you can get vote and votes got more involved and he's been more aggressive, but I just wish for some reason to me, it seems like the Bearcats can't get away with anything. I mean, if they breathe on the guy, they're getting foul calls, Whoa. especially Chris Bowe, especially Keith Williams. Like they're getting fouls like crazy. And I, I don't, I don't understand. This needs to be brought up more. And the thing is you don't want them to, to that, to take away their, their ability or, them to be aggressive, their aggressiveness, you know, and if they keep fouls on them every, you know, five seconds when they even do anything, it, it's really hard to play to play defense when you're afraid you're 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 going to get a foul and you can't afford to foul out because they only got nine guys. That's you know that's the exact same point, I guess you could say that I run with on the Buckeyes. I mean, we don't have the true big, you know, we've got EJ Liddell. He he's a master. I mean. We've got a good shooter in Washington. We've got the, but because we don't have those true big men, you know, it's going to be literally. I've seen the Buckeyes beat great teams. So I think the Buckeyes are due for a serious tournament. You know, we they got us at five in the in the Big Ten tournament. I can see us walking out of there with the trophy. Well, they're five Beating. because they lost four in a row. That's that's the reason Ex- they're five. If exactly. It, if it was like, you know, the middle of the year, the way they were most of the year, they'd probably be the number one or number two seed. Exactly. But, you know, we're five in the Big Ten tournament seed. We'll be number two most likely unless we win. If we if we win the Big Ten tournament, I can almost guarantee Buckeye fans, if we can pull out the sweep on this tournament, we'll probably be number one seed. I, I think we'll be the number one seed. Um, but we'll have to go from there. We'll have to see. But we've got a lot of work to do. Lots, lots to come. Lots to come. What's up, Keith? What's going What's on, up, Keith? guys? How you doing? Long time no see. Uh, doing good. Big props to anybody can, who can tell me whose jersey I got on. Oh, Polk. You might have stopped me on that one. I'll give you a hint. Played high school football, you know. Four touchdowns, one game. Oh, 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 oh. Married with children. Um, uh, um and, oh, 
Al Bundy, Ed yeah, O'Neill. I said Ed, but yeah, Al, Al Bundy, yeah. I'll sit it going, I it's a TV show or a movie. I'm like, what is that? Who said Ed first? But <laughs> cool football, you know. <laughs> um all I got to say about the tournament, you guys know this, you see it every year. Everybody's got a shot. It ain't about who's the best team, it's who's playing the best when you go in a tournament. Exactly. And the thing is, for, for the Bearcats, like I said, they only got to win three games. They need to go on a three-game win streak. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy at all. I mean, I'm not saying this is in the bag. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to do it or not. I'm just tired of fair-weather fans. And to me, if you're a fan, what, what's fans stand for? Fanatical, you know? And it should be fanatical that you believe in your team. That's the way I am. Win or lose. Like, what's that? Win or lose. Right. Right, exactly. You shouldn't go into it like, oh, well, we got this and these odds are this and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're a fan. You're a fan. I don't care. Like you said, I don't want David Bell as the Reds manager. I call him the mad scientist, but I'm a fan. I want him to do good. I want to be wrong, you know? And I think some of these Bearcat fans are more worried about being right than they are about the team that they root for or supposedly root for. Speaking of David Bell, I'm getting kind of nostalgic. I got the spring training game on. Reds are playing the Royals, and the it's uh, ten to three. And they're, they look the Reds pitching looks like me throwing batting practice <laughs> when they get it over the plate and uh, making sure. base running mistakes, not hitting the ball. It's it's like you know, 2016 up until last year. Right, you starting to feel like kind of misty eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I with Reds fans and with the spring training, I am not taking anything that happens in spring training that seriously because I mean seriously, you have if your pitcher pitches more than 20 pitches, you can end the game. So I mean, like how, how, how can that? you judge that? It's a new thing this year because because of COVID, I guess. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea why they're doing it. I mean, I don't know why if he's pitching 20 20 pitches, okay. We have another pitcher come in. I already have him warmed up in the bullpen and continue the inning. But I, that, that, to me, that just that just shows you how much spring training games don't mean anything. Well, here's the bigger point to that. Don't you want those guys, especially those young guys, to learn how to work their way out of innings? Right. That I mean, that's sense. exactly why you'd want him to hang in there. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's stupid. I watched, uh, I think it was a Dodger game a couple a couple nights ago. And they did no, it was Arizona, and the pitcher did a brilliant thing. Uh, Reds had the time go ahead run on base, so instead of trying to get the guy out, he was only eight pitches away from the limit. So he intentionally, unintentionally, intentionally walked the next two hitters. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get. All, but it's it's just like the whole thing with this NCAA tournament. They're not starting normally. The tournament starts Thursday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Let me give Friday, you the Saturday, answer Sunday, to that. Monday. You know what hmm? the answer to that is, Jeff? What's that? What's Okay. Okay. All right. If that's true, then you think more people are going to watch it on a Monday than they are Sunday night? I didn't say I know that part, but my dad <laughs> told me a long time ago, if you ever wonder the answer to something, you can't figure it out, it all goes back to one of three things, power, sex, or money. Yep. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I, I agree with you, but it's normally that, but I can't see them getting more ratings on a Monday night than they would on a traditional Sunday when they've, it's been like that for 30 freaking years or long or 40 years, you know, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't, but you know but, hmm? I'll bet the network heads at ABC said the same thing when somebody came up with Monday night football. True. Uh, there, there you go. There you go. That's that very true. true. Now, Keith, now, were you on last night? No, he hasn't no. been on in a little while. Thanks for watching the show, Jeremy. Thank, thanks for paying attention, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I'm a loser. But no, I missed anyway. last night. So did I. So did I. I mean, I watched some of it, but I didn't get to watch all of it. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't watch any of it. Hush up, Jeremy. Oh, I did. Come on. Whatever. But I want to ask my boy Keith something, if that's okay with you, Jeff. I guess. Go ahead. Ice man. My God. See how his head see how anyway, Keith. It's pretty. How do you <laughs> how do you feel about 
Brandon Allen being the only Bengal oh, as God. of now we go. to sign a new contract. I don't like it. I um, don't like it at all. If this is where we came from, I've been wanting to get this off my chest. I'm sorry. I wasn't here last night. I was busy, but I've been wanting to get this off my chest. We have set a standard from last year that we were going to spend money. We were going to show people that we were able and that we were going to commit money to being a top-notch team and protecting Joe Burrow and getting a defense that would solidify at least some of the shortcomings that a rookie quarterback may had. And it never worked out. They they all got injured, which that's fine. They're all coming back, thank God. But here we are, and we're the Bengals. We have 46.6 million dollars with cap space. And the only person that comes out with a new deal before free agency is Brandon Allen and saying that he is going to be the backup to Joe Burrow. I, I don't like it. Go ahead. Let me, well, let me let me give you a precedent for that. Remember who got a new contract last year before anybody? Bobby Effin Hart. Hart. Mm-hmm. Now, I like Brandon Allen. But, like, me and me and Jeff, and I think you agreed with me, I would bring Alex Smith in here because you could probably get him cheap. He's a veteran. Uh, Burrow's going to be able to learn from him. You know, character guy. Uh, that, to me, would be a priority over re-signing Brandon Allen. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they didn't they – didn't, they didn't franchise Lawson. So – you know, I got I got the solution, guys. I'm telling you that I still say trade down with Denver or Carolina. You might be able to get a first and second round pick for that for that five. And there's a, there's numerous ways that you could go if you address that O line through free agency. If you go out and you sign Tooney. If you go out, you sign another tackle. Or, like I said, if you could sign Corey Lindsley, you kick Hopkins out the guard and you sign you a tackle. But oh, yeah. well, and then in the draft, you can get Burroughs some more toys. You can get you a linebacker who can cover a tight end. You can get you another quarterback for depth. Yeah, you know what? And and I'm with you, but my my question is, I guess it spills over from yesterday when when I actually got this and and saw that he was actually signing to re-sign with the Bengals. How do you feel? How do you, Jeff? And this is for you too, honest mm-hmm. guy. How do you guys feel like this looks to Cincinnati Bengal fans? Okay, mm-hmm. hold on with me. That have been told their whole lives the younger Bucks that Mike Brown is cheap. He's a cheapskate. He's not going to he's, he's not going to add anybody to the roster that that costs a ton of money. I've stood up for Mike Brown in the past. I have. I'm still standing up for him right now. I can um, tell. I, I really am. But I don't understand how this helps Mike Brown look good when there's okay. no free agent Perfect. signings. Okay. All right. Are you done? Go ahead. Okay. So. Am I done? You're. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Let me hear I'm trying to if you shut up. Go <laughs> ahead then. Okay. If they're going to fix the offensive line like we think they're going to, you don't need to spend a ton of money on a backup quarterback because Joe Burrow is going to play every game. If you look at when we had really good offensive lines, Andy Dalton, only time he ever missed any time was when he threw an interception and he went after the Steelers and he hurt his thumb. It had nothing to do with the offensive line. Carson Palmer, yeah, he got hurt with, with the knee. I, that wasn't an offensive line. That was a, a freak thing. But the thing is, the amount of time that the Bengals have needed a great backup quarterback is not very often. 
And the thing is, I would rather as much money as we have. If you're upset that they didn't go out and get a backup quarterback compared to what they could possibly do, and I think there's a lot that's going to happen this this week with the people getting released because next week starts free agency. So next week's going to be fun. We got college basketball. We got free agency. If you're basing your opinion on if the Bengals aren't going to spend money because they got Brandon Allen, I think you're dead wrong because I'm looking at it this way. Oh. They're saving money on the backup quarterback to spend more. On the offensive line, it, it's not. Line. It's not that they're not spending money. It's that they're not no. spending it the right way. If you go out and you get an Alex Smith, you're getting a but coach and play, a backup. Well, if he doesn't play, who cares? That's my because point. you want a guy Patrick there to mentor smart. Burrow. Dude, have you seen Burrow play? He wanted <laughs> Fitzpatrick for six months. I can count I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. This guy wanted Fitz. Magic. That's what he called I, it. Well, yeah. I said hey, if you're going to go do one, want? yes. I don't know. But I also said, if you look back, I was fine with keeping Brandon Allen, too. But I said, oh. if you're going to go out and get somebody, I said, yeah, if you're going to go out and get somebody, you go watch the go, go find the tape. I said, hey. if you go yeah, out and get hey. a backup quarterback, I'd take Fitz Magic. If not, Brandon oh. Allen is fine. All I got to say, and I, I, I'm, I can tell by his reaction, Jeremy probably agrees with me on this. I'm old school. If I got a young quarterback, I want a vet behind him. Then I want a de- developmental guy on a taxi squad. That's that's what you exactly. want because you're taking Brandon Allen now, and yeah, he's got two three years in the league, but that's not two or three years playing every week. But so he's not going to play. I mean, it, it, can't say that. we didn't think play. he would play I, last look, year. If they fix the offensive line like I think they're going to, he ain't playing. And if he is playing, I mean, if you, if you look at how he played the end of the season. I hey, if, as my dad used look, to say, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Look, okay, if we're gonna if look if Joe Burrow gets hurt again, the season's over anyway. <laughs> so it's you guys are holding this backup quarterback position way too high. It's not that big of I mean, it is a big deal, but not as big a deal as, as you guys are making it seem to be. Let me say one more Go thing ahead. on this, and I think this is Jeremy's point as much as anything. It's the optics of it. It is the way it looks. Oh, we're going to spend money. Oh, look, we just signed a backup quarterback who, you know, we picked up on waivers. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Messages that send it's not a look. Next week starts free agency. If they sign Tooney and they sign one of the Williamses, you guys will forget all about who the hell the backup quarterback is. Yes. And but, the optics of the way it looks. But how do you think is, it looked, Jeff? To, to like I, just said, I think it looks like we're, going to, with, we're not we're being million. smart about our money. He we're says be smart about our money. Crap. We don't but even look, have to be smart. No, we do. No, we have to we be smart about stupid. our money. Just, no, we have to be smart about the money because just because you have a whole bunch of uh, money doesn't mean you go spend it on a backup quarterback who's probably not going to play. If we could have spent another million dollars and got Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, we would sit on the bench, too, if you fix the offensive line. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to freaking play if they do. Even if you fix the offensive line, it doesn't guarantee you that Burrow is going to stay healthy, man. Anytime does. That but, but if Joe Burrow gets hurt, I guarantee you the season's down the toilet. I don't give a crap who the quarterback is. Just see, I don't. I think if we had a decent – backup quarterback in Cincinnati and we spent uh, an extra million, God forbid, million dollars. Now, see, look, I'm coming at you kind of jokingly, Jeff, honestly, and I'll be honest with you guys out there, coming at Jeff a little jokingly, but no, at the he's, end not. Of he's the very day, dead serious. Well, I, I pretty much am. But at the end of the day, all right, you've we've got to look at, we've already got a quarterback that's been compromised. We've got a quarterback that's got a rich. Right, that's why they're going to fix Why it do we want Brandon Allen behind him? But if he plays, it doesn't matter. I'll give you. I'll give you two circumstances where this is important. Like right. I said, I'm an old guy. I remember this. Earl Morrill took the Baltimore Colts to the Super Bowl in 70, 72, I think. Johnny Unitas got hurt second game of the season. Morrill took him to the Super Bowl. Guess what? Guess what else? 1972 Dolphins. Bob Greasy gets hurt first game of the season. Earl Morrill takes him to the okay. Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. They had Duck Johnson. Who gave a crap? 
I mean, it, it just it, they didn't go anywhere. Right, because their whole team they didn't have any anybody else. They didn't have I mean, a backup. You're making our point. Eh. <laughs> I am, Jeff. You got to admit it, bro. Okay, yeah, I admit it. If you have a good a good backup, it help. But I'm not saying Brandon Allen. I, I, you guys are missing my point. I guess the point okay. to me okay. is I don't see what the point of spending extra money on a backup quarterback when he's a backup quarterback where who's probably not going to play. If it all goes right, he's not going to play. None of us want him to play. No, I let, want me, the inter- let me interject. Let me interject something here. If that's the case, then why not just draft one? Why not just get a guy on waivers? If he's so why insignificant that you don't have to spend any money. Why would they do that when they already have a guy who's been in the system for two years? Because I mean, you got to pay him. Right. you got to pay him. But you want to draft a guy who you have to bring up to be in the system when you already have a guy who's already here who's in the system and knows the system. If you put Brandon I mean, Allen's stats up against most backups in the NFL that have played this year, he would be one of the damn worst and I promise you that, other than beating the Steelers, that everybody wants to jump on the Brandon. He wasn't even a quarterback then. He didn't beat the Steelers. That was Finley. Finley. Well, oh Finley my bad. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But he I beat. Mean, um, I was giving him more credit. What was, what was the game? The week after that, Finley. Finley the actually played really that, well. The, the yeah, week I, after I, that, Allen did play well. I'm not saying anything against the, against Kid. I thought he played very well. Yeah. For, for as little experience as he had. But my point is this. My point is this. Do you want a guy, if you're, if Joe Burrow, God forbid, goes down, do you want a guy who's going to jump right in, know the system, know how that. to read defenses, yep, and that. a guy who even if he doesn't get in the game can mentor Burrow? Dude, I don't think that's a good deal. Hey, look, you shouldn't I, have called that play. You missed this. Look, I agree with everything you just said. Be learning. I agree with everything you just said. Brandon Allen's in the system. He's a guy you can plug in, plug in and play. As far as mentoring, I don't think Joe Burrow needs that. Yeah, I mean, if, it, if every, every player needs that. Did you see him play last year? I mean, every every player player needs the, cool, that. The, vet, the veterans on the team were talking about how he is far beyond any other rookie they've ever seen. What so, do you expect him to this, say? But what do you think would have happened if he had had a Carson Palmer, uh, a Boomer Esiason, uh, to sit there and, and every time he comes to sideline say, hey, look, point out, you missed okay. this. It oh, you did been, that good. It might have been Andy a little Dalton bit. Have been a hell of a pick. Not that much. I mean, dude, he was throwing over 300 and 400 yards a game. So, no, I don't think it made that big of a – not a million or $2 million difference that you want to spend on a guy who's mostly going to sit there and hold a clipboard – if everything goes the way we all agree on that we want it to. But, uh, but I think yeah, that's well, kind we of mine. That we wanted think, it to be the same I think that's kind of mine and Jer- Jeremy's point. Alex Smith is not going to command a high salary. He's no. he's He's he got a messed up start. leg. No, Rod, nor will Jameis Winston, nor will anybody else that is James a Winston backup in this league. Let's show guys, we want to win, no matter guys, if we're up there or not. You guys are naming people that want to start. No, Alex they, they want to start. start. They know better. Was, yeah, they want to start. That, and that's my point they I said know. before. That's why I was saying bringing in uh, Fitzpatrick. Hey, that's why he what? went to the Saints. Hey, he I have start. no problem with a three. guy who wants to start because he's going to push Burrow. He'll make Burrow better. Exactly. And James they're not going to push Joe Burrow. Are you kidding me? Keep that James up. That's Joe Burrow's team. They're, James Joe, there's nobody coming in here pushing Joe Burrow. That, James Winston no. came for Drew Brees. You think he thought he was going to start over Drew Brees when Drew Brees was still alive, breathing, and healthy? Hell no! no. He thought no. He thought he, he was going to no. He thought he was going to he was going to take over once Drew Brees retired. That's the reason he no. went. There. You don't think so? No, no. Oh yeah, because he knows uh, yeah. better. Yeah, that's that's the reason he went there because he thought he had a shot at starting. He thought he would start over over uh, uh, the other guy. I can't think of his name right now. I, I think he'd have came to Cincinnati for about two million dollars and been happy. Or we got Brandon Allen, who's already here in the system, and he didn't cost us $2 million. And he sucks, Jeff. No, he doesn't suck. Now, now I'm not going to say he sucks, but I'm what I'm saying is, like I said, I'm an, old, I'm an older guy. I like the idea of a veteran quarterback backing up my young guy, no matter how good the young guy is. Because I, look, nothing else you can learn from me. I understand what you're saying. I do. I understand both your points. I'm just saying I don't think it's – 
is that big a deal as, as Jeremy's saying. And like I said, you're no. saying it looks like they're cheap. Next it week, is. if they go out there sign a guard, they sign Tooney, they sign one of the Williamses, nobody's going to remember they signed Brandon Allen. They may okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put this argument to bed. All right. All right go I'm going to give you this for instance. Coming down the last game of the season, you're tied with the Steelers for the, for the lead in the division. Or for the last wild card. Last wild card spot. You're playing the Steelers. Pro goes down the first quarter. Who you want? You want Alex Smith? You want Brandon Allen? I'll stop right there. Good. Well, of course you say Alex Smith. That's that's. I mean, that's a no-brainer because he's a veteran guy. But uh, but that's not my point. You, you, you guys spend extra million saying, dollars to kid him? You, no, not when I think Brandon Allen could actually do it. I mean, I think Brandon Allen could come in and and be. A, if you have an offensive line, look. If they had the offensive line fixed. And everything that, that that they had, yeah, I think Brandon Allen could come in and possibly win that game. Uh, he has just as good a shot as, as Alex Smith does. Did you guys not watch him play last year? He got better. I mean, it's a backup quarterback <laughs> he, we're talking about. It, it has you know? nothing to do with his ability as far that, as being able to play. It has more to do with the you fact just, that he's still a developmental type of player as opposed to a finished product that you can plug in and Alex Smith, look at his I, I know record. I keep hammering on him. Alex Smith what is record? a guy he who, he's not going to cost you games. He's not going to make the mental mistake to cost you a game that a Brandon Allen would. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's throw out Brandon Allen's first game. After that, now, do you think he cost them games? Yeah. No, yeah. I thought he played well. Okay. There you no. go. I don't. I don't so think you so, well. so, so hold on. I so, really don't. So, so wait, wait, wait. So going, hold on, hold on, hold on. So going to Keith's thing is if right. you don't think Brandon Allen after his first game cost the Bengals we, we disagree with that. The, and what's the yeah. difference of putting him in a game where it comes down and Joe and Joe, Joe Burrow gets hurt, putting him in or Alex Smith in? Who would you rather have, Keith? What I just said, Alex Smith is not going to make a mistake mentally to get you would. beat that saying. a Brandon That's Allen or a or a Finley would make. And they, they would make it every time because there also are quarterbacks in this league that are built for a backup role that aren't built for any sort of starting whatsoever. I mean I can go all the way to that would be Brandon Charlie. Allen. What was Charlie what was his name for the San Diego uh well Las Vegas now Charlie uh uh my buddy uh, he's a he hates his guns. Uh, I, a, I know who you're talking about. He had the long hair. Yeah, long hair. My buddy in Seattle for a while. Charger fan. Yes, and cannot stand the dude. Uh, Charlie, ah, crap. It doesn't matter. But he would come in. He would get his millions and just sit back under rivers and never really do anything. Uh, you know that kind of deal. And you know what? If that's what I knew was going to happen. I'd be okay with it, but I'm not so sure. That's all I'm saying. I'm not so sure no, that we're not Whitehurst. Solid Whitehurst, up. Charlie Whitehurst, Whitehurst. So you're so you're still worried that Joe Burrow is not going to be back the first game, and you're still worried that they're not going to fix the offensive line for what you just said there. I haven't heard any different about Burrow being back for the first week, other well, than do you, then you I haven't, haven't paid attention any... to what uh, Duke Tobin or Zach Taylor said. No, Zach. I mean, what Zach Taylor said. Well, that neither one came out and definitely said he'll be back. No, 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 no. no. What did they say? Okay. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to tell you, but you keep interrupting me. Neither one of them came out and said that he would act, definitely be back for the first game, but he's on pace to be there and he's on course. So as far as everything goes, he is going to be back game one. So if they fix the offensive pace. line, he's on pace. He's on course. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right. I can't help it. You don't pay attention to stuff, Jeremy. Hey, it's not my Brandon fault. Allen, you got you got a job hey. and you don't come on the hey. show half the time. Hey, Brandon Allen, you know what? Maybe he's the answer. Maybe he's the if, if, Hey, look, yeah. they don't know I mean, if Burrow's ready or not. Is, they don't is, know if Burrow's ready or not. Backup quarterback. I mean, oh, my God. Come on. Let's get real here. We're talking about backup quarterback. What are we, we're talking about being real. We're talking about this season, Jeff. We're talking about this. This is a crucial season. We're changing our jerseys for crying out loud for this year. We've got to make sure we are set on each base look, around look, look, the damn park. Look at what I'm yeah, yeah. And, and I want to yeah. address that. 
First of all, like I said, Alex Smith isn't going to cost you a hell of a lot more than Brandon How Allen. Hell no. Because of the fact he's that back, he's he, he a lot of teams will not take a chance on him. And you have, hold on, you have a quarterback heavy draft. And if you can get a rookie who could be your next starter for 10 years, or you could sign Alex Smith, what are you going to do? You're going to draft that rookie. So Alex Smith is not going to cost you a lot more than Brandon Allen, in my opinion. And to, uh, I I can't think of the guy's name who posted that to, to my point. If you don't fix the offensive line, it don't matter if you have Joe Montana back there. That's kind of what I've been exactly saying. Right. So, right. So that's my point. You so want to spend we, extra money on a backup quarterback. Extra why? money? No extra money. Line, it doesn't matter. No. Joe Burrow will play every game. We're No, but, all I'm saying is we are sitting here now in front of our fans as a team that has one player signed. It ain't Lawson. It ain't WJ3. It's freaking Brandon Allen to backup. That's what pissed me off. I'll, I'll and it goes to the point, spend the money wisely. They spent money last wait, wait, wait. year. Okay. How I wisely so did they why spend is that, it? Wait, why is that not wise to spend money, extra money on a backup quarterback that it's money you could use okay. wisely well, I'll on your offensive line, your defensive line, your cornerback, or anybody else? Let me give you, you for instance, Jeff. I'm just going to give you a real world instance. It doesn't make any sense. Jeff, Jeff, listen. I'm going to give you a real world for instance. You got $1,000 on your paycheck. You got a $400 light bill. You got a $300 cable bill. You need gas money to go back and forth to work. But you decide you're going to buy $500 worth of beer. You think that's what the Bengals did? Completely. They do not prioritize a backup. Pri- to me, no, no, hold, on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. They're pri- to me, they are prioritizing. They are prioritizing the offensive line and the defensive line. The Where's reason the signing? that they the bought, they bought Natty the Light re- for the party. That's the re- what they did. They bought Natty nope. Light for the party. You guys gonna let me finish, or are you just keep interrupting me? Sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not. I'll bet you. I think you're like a couple of women. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying that there that that Brandon Allen is the natty light where you could pay your rent and all this other stuff. You want to spend money on that? Okay, so you're saying they should have spent an extra two million dollars or three on a backup quarterback when instead of fixing the thing, the problem with the team, the problem is not the backup quarterback. The problem is the offensive line and not getting uh, pressure on the quarterback. And how many offensive linemen have they signed? How many well, how many pass rushers have they signed? How's it work? He hasn't started, Jack Keith. It doesn't start till next week. My point <laughs> so is this. Anybody. My point is this: if you're saving money to sign O lineman and a pass rusher, then don't sign Brandon Allen. Draft you a backup quarterback. Yep. Or why? Take when you can have you? Okay, you guys have said you want a guy who you can plug and play. So you have a guy who's already been in the system who doesn't cost you a ton of money to keep. We've watched he's him play. Backup quarterback, so he can plug and play. He already knows the system. He's he knows the coaching staff and everything. He doesn't cost you a lot of money. You would rather let that guy go than go get a a, dra- a drafted quarterback that has no idea what the system is, has to learn it and everything, and has no relationship with that at all with Joe Burrow. You'd rather do that than get a guy on the cheap and bring if it out. means it takes if the money the if the money means the difference of signing an O lineman that I need and a pass rusher I need. Hell yeah. Well, that's Tell why you signed Brandon Allen. Out of your very own mouth, Jeff. What if Burrow doesn't get hurt? You're making my point. That's the reason you signed Brandon Allen. No, I'm not making your point. If you're going to – if you, I said if that makes the difference, if the money that you're going to spend on Brandon Allen, you can't use to get the offensive lineman you need or the, or the pass rusher you need or the linebacker who can cover a tight end that you need, then – you, you don't do it. You say, by Brandon, we're going to draft a guy that we can pay next to nothing. If there wasn't so much uncertainty about our offensive line, we don't know what our offensive line is going to look like. Right now, there's a ton of young Bengal fans, and that's all I care about. There's a ton of young Bengal fans that have been told Mike Brown is cheap, that are standing 
looking, watching right now. They'll be looking soon enough if they're not here right now. And they'll find us. And they're going to be saying, what in the hell? We're standing here right now. The only person we've re-signed is Brandon Allen. And we didn't even re-sign him. We let him know when he did resign, he's going to be the backup. There's nobody else behind him. So that's that's not a good look for a team that just went out last year, spent a ton of money, and then we got Burrow injured week six. And now we're looking at Brandon Allen again. If if if, if Burrow would go down, God forbid, we're we're done. I'm sorry, but if, if Burrow goes down, we're done anyway. I, I, that's I don't know. I don't know if that's the truth. But anyway. All right. Not all right, if you address right. the offensive that's, that's, line that's, that's, and you have yeah, a right. we, We've like shot a dog here. Right? We've talked it around around circles. All right. I, I got it. We, we, we're all going to disagree, agree, disagree. But Trey here says, uh, why didn't the, when, why didn't they franchise tag Carl Lawson or Willie J3? What's the benefit of not using the franchise tag? Money. Because well, if yeah. you franchise tag either one of those, they have to get top three money for one year. And that's a yep. huge salary cap hit so what they want to do is if they can do it they want to sign them or somebody just as good as them they want to front load the contract so it's bonus money and the first year and that's the only part of the basically the contract that's guaranteed so if later on down the contract they want to release them they can release them and it's not as big a salary cap hit if you take you know you're looking at lawson he's looking at if you if you franchise him he's at like 17 million dollars that's a big a big hit you know and i know they're trying to sign him now, James Rapine came out on uh, the Bengals Locked On podcast, and he thinks they're not going to since they let him go, which I'm not so sure because just because they didn't sign him now doesn't mean that they won't. They're still trying to, but I'm okay with them not franchising him. But it leaves a lot of stuff to 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 work on because th- that's it the really thing. Does. There's so much stuff going on. They just now finalized the, the salary cap, which I had a graphic for that, but I never – I didn't put it up on the, on the computer. I ran out of time. Right. We're, we're 46.6 in yeah. the good. So Yeah, so they just finalized that. You got guys getting released left and right here. Next week is start of free agency, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So, no, I don't think they should have franchised, especially Willie J3. I love the guy. He's not a top three cornerback. He's not. You know, you and, and like it, it goes to, like we've been saying here, be smart with your money. And franchising tag these guys, I don't think he's being smart with their money. They got plenty of money to do it. And I'm okay with them waiting, sitting back and see how things are going. I mean, once and and Duke Tobin said this, he said, and Zach said it will be flexible and they'll be ready to go when the right opportunity happens. Well, you got a lot of edge rushers in the draft. This is this is heavy with edge rushers. It's heavy with wide receivers. It's heavy with quarterbacks. So you you could pick up an edge rusher in the draft. Um, so I think they may be waiting to see that playing out. Now I got an interesting question for you guys. What's up? What do you think the odds are that Dunlap ends up back here? Slim to none. Zero. Zero. Yeah. I'm with Jack. At all. Why do you think? I don't know what to? you're going to say, Keith, but I'm just telling you right now. I'm with Jeff, uh, honey. Yeah, I, uh, hey, hey, I'm not committed either way. I'm just saying we all know how Mike Brown loves them ex Bengals, right? Right. Yeah, but he left. The, yeah, but Carlos left on such bad terms. I, 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 I don't see that. Carlos wanting to play for Taylor the way he acted like Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, treated him or what. You know, I don't. Right. I don't know the insides. I'm not talking bad about Taylor. Hey, he's our head coach. I'm, I'm with him. Period. I, don't I just like don't see him. anybody offering him, offering him big money. <laughs> no, no, that's that's one of the reasons I think he got cut because he's because he's not yep. worth the money he's getting paid. So. Seattle cut him. They might they might try to resign him. Who knows? Now oh, William definitely. William wants to has a question here. Why didn't we get any compensatory compensation? Comp, you know what I'm saying? Picks. Compensatory. How that works. Comp, yeah, compensatory. Thank you for you know. Well, the only that we get those I think if they actually sign as free agents. They haven't signed as free agents yet, so they're still technically on the Bengals roster. They haven't left. So if they do leave, then we will get some. That's the way that works. Exactly. Go ahead, Keith. I tell you're raring to go there, but go ahead. Well, actually, I was waiting for you guys. I, I just uh, I just think, like I said, if they spend their money smart in free agency and address the offensive line, this draft, they could be in the playoffs this year because oh, yeah. 
even if Suell is not there at five, which I don't think he's going to be, I think the Jets are going to take him. They've already kind of committed to Darnold, which means they're either going to go wide receiver or O-line. They, they've committed, and then they've also backed off, too. So that's why. Well, I got to say, if I'm the Jets GM, I but I'm an old O-lineman. I would be saying, let me see. I can put Swell on this side, and I got Becton on the other side from last year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking. No, I, I'm taking I agree well. with you on that. I'm just, I'm just saying too is how are the how's the fan base with the Jets? Because you know New York, the Jets are kind of the second team in New York. It's, it's the Giants are the bit, you know, the more favorite team. I think. So does drafting Sewell get you on front page news, or does drafting Justin Fields or one of the other quarterbacks does that get you on front page yeah. news? And the thing is too is Darnold is, I think is at the end or very close to the end of his rookie deal. So the other thing oh, is you yeah. have that 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 little cookie out there, you know, that people are like, oh, I draft this quarterback, get him under the, the contract. We can build around him, which is what they tried to do with Sam Darnold, and it didn't work. But so I don't know if – I mean, I've heard they're going to take Sewell. I've heard they're going to take Fields. I've heard they're going to take the kid from BYU. There's so – you can read 10 different stories. Uh, this guy's going here. This guy's going there. Uh, you know, I, I don't I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be interesting because there's a number of ways they could go there at five or uh, like I've said all along, if it's me, I trade down because I don't think Swell is going to be there, but I would trade down with either Denver or Carolina, try and get a second rounder and their first. And you could, you could fix this team. What if Chase is there? You still trading that? What would see what if Chase is there and and they signed Tooney, and they signed one of the Williamses for uh, the tackle. What, well, you I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, I sent you a link. Go, go you, to you PFF. Gotta, you, look, you have you have to go to my Facebook page. Strawberry, you can't send them on here. I can't bring them up. You got to go to the Facebook page. Yeah. Strawberry, send it there. PFF Graph Simulator. And I, I, did, I went through this draft making a, a deal with Denver. I got Denver's uh, eight and their 34. Ended up taking Kyle Pitts. Now, this is assuming, of course, that you, you sign Thune, you address the offensive line with free agency. Right. I got Kyle Pitts. I got a pass rusher out of Wake Forest named uh, Carlos Basham Jr., who's a freak, athletic freak. Right. I got uh, a kid named Jaylon Darden, who I think is the biggest sleeper in the draft. If you look him up on YouTube, he's Tyreek Hill with Dante Hall's moves. Un freaking believable but he's gonna slip because he's small uh i got a cornerback out of georgia got a interior lineman from colorado who's that cornerback out of georgia uh campbell 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 and then and this kid i think this is the biggest sleeper in a draft look up tj basher from texas tech he is aj green kid six six 215, he could put on another 15, 20 pounds, 50-50 balls. He's unbelievable. He looks just like a young A.J. Green. The only the reason why he slept, Texas Tech, not a real big throwing offense. He's played with some shitty quarterbacks. But if you watch him I, on, on film, I was impressed. Right. You you said T-Tech, right? Yeah, yeah T.J. Tech. Yep. Vasher. Yep, yep. Okay. Have to look that up. Anthony's got a question. If you don't uh, resign Willie J three and he goes better in the draft and get a good cornerback like uh, Sir Certain 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 who may be a lockdown corner we need now another th- another thing that it's it's an option that if you don't sign Willie J three would you guys go after Malcolm Butler he got released yesterday Super Bowl MVP oh. give him a look yeah Wait. I mean I, I, Why not? that's See, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's why I'm not upset. I wish I, 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 I'm not upset if we lose Willie J3. I think there's multiple options out there of guys that we can pick up. Lawson's going to be a little harder to replace if we lose him. I want to keep him. And I still think but they have a shot. Free agent. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, that, I don't know how that would go, though. So him being a squealer. I don't I, either. I don't know. I'm not. Played I mean, in Kentucky. Played in Kentucky. Same time, though. True. Yeah. But at the same time, you just. You know, you you just never damn know, man. And 
that's the scary thing. And when it comes to cornerback, yeah, you know, they can say, oh, all right, we'll take Sertain. Well, he's going to be a first-round pick. We're going to take him with the fifth pick or move back and take him with the tenth pick, whatever. doesn't matter. So we're going to have to literally, you know, take him in the first round. So when you look at Willie J the three and you look at your first-round draft pick, I guess the Bengals just need to decide what they want to do. You know, I mean, that's at the end of the day, do you want to go ahead and take somebody that you know, or do you want to take something that's a chance? And the Bengals look to me so far to be a little bit skittish. I don't, it just seems. Quarter, quarterback is like quarterback. It is a crapshoot. How many yeah. guys have we brought in here with a first round pick that were can't miss at that yeah. position? That's why Greg I like Patrick. Campbell, Campbell kid's going to be there at third, third or fourth round. And to me, he could be better than Sertane in the long run. And that, that's that's the scary part. It's the exciting part and the scary part to me with the Bengals. Yeah. They have so much money. There's so many options because there's so many teams that are in in, in, in in salary cap jail or salary cap hell, however you want to put it, right. that they're going to have to be so many guys that they have to release. It's, it's scary because – do you trust the Bengals to actually make the right decisions all the time? And drafting wise, yes. Free agency, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they just got into it last year. And like I said, I think they did fine in free agency, except not signing a tackle. That was stupid. But we need, you know, we need to do guys. We need to put a book together, sign it, send it to Mike Brown, drafting for dummies 101. <laughs> we all agree on this. We might disagree <laughs> on other things. If you build your O-line and your D-line and you make them dominant, you get away with lesser skill players at other positions. Absolutely. If you, I've said if that. you concentrate on doing that, everything else falls in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Long's talking about uh, the Bengals going after Shaq Barrett. I would love to get him. I would, I would take him over Lawson in a heartbeat, but I don't know if he's going to give the Bengals the time of day. And he's going to cost us a hell of a lot more than I think Lawson will. So I, that depends on you know what what you want to do. You want to spend more money on Shaq Barrett, or spend less money? And I think it might be you know apples and oranges or, depending on how much. Because those are the two best. Pass well, you know the other thing we could do, we can keep our fingers crossed that Von Miller stays in trouble in Denver. Yeah, uh, did did they release him or not? I keep I keep I thought no. they didn't release him. No, they haven't not yet. yet. No. So that, that's another option. If they do release him, then. That's another guy they could go after. So I mean, there's the only thing that so talks about Barrett, though, man. We had him for two years, <laughs> just a simple little contract. It, uh, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. It sucks. All right, Keithy, it's about it's actually past six thirty, so I think we're gonna yeah. roll on out of here. But I appreciate you, brother. Nothing but love. Love you, Keith. Love you guys too. All right, who See day, you brother? Soon. See you, brother. Thank you, man. Man, you guys got my blood pressure up. Jeez, I'm have a heart attack here defending Brandon Allen. I can't, how did I get on the Brandon Allen side? And how how did you feel about being on the Brandon Allen train? You you had somebody attacking me. It's two gets one. <laughs> you set what? that up, didn't you? <laughs> oh, that was a complete setup right there. <laughs> oh, you know me. I'd never do something that conniving. Never. Yeah. You, Keith, you're like, hey, hey. Keith, I'm going to get Jeff to defend Brandon Allen. You jump on the show with me, and, and we'll get him. All right. Come on with me, man. Come on. <laughs> I need a wingman. Come on, Goose. <laughs> Wait. Well, I'm Maverick. You're Goose. Hello. I was talking to, to so, him in this situation. So, like, Keith, 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 I mean, he's Goose. You're Keith, Maverick. I'm the guy in between just letting him come at your ass. That's all I care about. So you're, you're Iceman? Yeah, well, sure, sure. I'll be Iceman. Whatever. Uh, that's wrong. I'm the Iceman. You see, hello, look at the name. Iceman. Oh, Iceman. my God. Here we go again. Ego trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Um, I think um, the Facebook groups that let me uh, live stream. I hope you guys enjoyed enjoy the show. That was kind of fun. I hope you understood us because we were <laughs> arguing a lot and talking over each other. So hopefully you guys understood what we said. But uh, shout out to Houday Nation, an awesome Bengals group. Since that Reds, Ryan Third heading for home. Another great since that Reds group. Ohio State Bucknuts, awesome Ohio State uh, group. I got two Bearcat groups, uh, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country. I think I'm on live stream on both of them. Appreciate you guys for letting me on. Well, Bearcat Ruckus is mine. Uh, the Ice Bar. It is a show page that I invite you guys to join. It's fun, silly memes, silly TikToks, silly stuff that we do. 
And if you guys, like I said, Keith, if you're still listening, if you're on Facebook, follow me on Facebook on Sports of Strawberry Ice. You can instant message me there. All this stuff. It's hard for me to get it off the YouTube channel. You bring the link up, but it's hard for me to, br- to actually bring it up to be able to see it. So if you want it, send me any of these links or any of this stuff. Go to the, the Facebook page, Sports of Strawberry Ice. I have 611 likes, and I'm followed by 654 people. I appreciate all you guys. That's, that page is blowing up. I'm also on uh, in, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and me and this moron right here, over there, do uh, TikToks a lot. Yeah, that guy over there, right there. That guy, yeah, you. <laughs> uh, not really my Joe Burrow picture. All right, uh, I'll be pulling off the sound later on tonight. Check out the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell people about the show. If they can't watch it, you know, live or you can't watch it on the YouTube, uh, I got to have the podcast. It's pretty much everywhere. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Apple iTunes, Beanpod. So if you guys, you know, want to talk, hey, this guy's Strawberry Ice. He's got a really cool show. I like it. You know, I'm at work. I can't watch it. Well, he's got it on a podcast. Go check the podcast out. And I'll try to check it out there if you missed any of it. YouTubers. We're at 8:48. I lost one. I actually, we just can't. We, there, we just can't get to 850. It's just we're just stuck. We go 8:49. We're like right there. And then it's like it happened. We're one yeah. away. One away. Well, we're two away again. Now we're at 8:48 well, again. Two now. Yeah. Yeah. So go there. Like, subscribe, share. And other than that, Jeremy D, you help us roll on out of here. I sure will, Jeff. And you know, Ice Man, like you were saying, look. Anthony, Crown Apple, Natty, all you guys that watch this show, tell your friends, tell your family, come and join the Sports with Strawberry Ice YouTube page. It's very, very come easy. Come to the family. It's simple. You just click and click the notifications, by the way. So that way yeah. you know we're coming out live. Tell your friends about that. How hard? We're, one, we're two away. So you guys get that, you get a prize. How about that? Uh, the yeah. price may be me naked on the next show, but hey, doesn't okay. matter. I, I, we actually want people to view, Jeremy. Nobody wants to see you naked. Okay. Oh, we haven't uh, put that through uh, HR yet, guys. Sorry. Great. I just, Sorry. I just lost, I just lost two more people. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> not through HR. Not going to happen. Not going to be naked. But anyway, <laughs> tell your friends, honest, honest to goodness, tell your friends, family, sports, strawberry ice, YouTube. Very simple. You can look it up on Google even. Uh, I found myself on there a few weeks back, and I was Wait. guaranteeing a win for the Bengals. And then that's the week that Wait. Burrow got hurt. So, are you saying you you go you you enjoy googling yourself? I googled myself. I did, and we're famous. We're Google famous. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, as always, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Who day? Let's go, Bearcats. They're going to win on Friday. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!